My name is Cindy Queen, and welcome to Inside the Classroom. Today, I have some special guests with me who are kind of going to give me some insight about classroom discipline now, and then we're going to talk a little bit about how it has changed. We'll probably talk a lot about that because that's kind of funny. But anyway, um, when I was a freshman in high school, I had this teacher who was probably 90 pounds soaking wet. She had... She had very small hands. Um, she only had three fingers on her right hand because she had lost two of them. Uh, and, um, but she was still able to grip a paddle better than anybody I have ever seen in my life. I remember reading Great Expectations, a classroom classic in which she acted out various parts in front of the students in class. Um, sometimes standing on top of her desk, uh, just shouting, break their hearts, Estella. And she would channel Miss Havisham this way from Great Expectations. I also recall her lessons that required us to use perfect penmanship to get a good grade on lessons that required us to use, you know, I mean, we we had to do that in order to get a good grade on the assignment. But beyond that, what I remember most of all about her was her ability to raise a 250-pound linebacker off the floor with her paddle and bring him to tears. In all fairness, he had options. <laughs> he could take a lick for every minute that he was late to class, or he could hold his ankles for the amount of time that expired. He had his options removed when he refused to do either, and she jerked that boy up, all 120 pounds of her, or 90 pounds of her, however big she was. She wasn't very big, by the ear and made him lean both hands against her desk and bend over. After seeing her lift him off the floor, I knew what my choice would be if I was ever late to class. Sure enough, within the next couple of weeks, I was running late, and I was two minutes late to class, and I gladly held my ankles for two minutes. There's no way I was going to take a paddling. I had other encounters earlier in my educational career with the wooden board, especially in fourth, fifth, and sixth grades, where mischief and a big mouth got me in trouble, and I took my share of licks. I wish ankle holding had been an option for me back then. One teacher in particular got after me when I yelled at him by his first name instead of calling him by Mr. and his last name. I thought I was being funny, but I knew what I was doing. Did I deserve a good licking? Today, we will be discussing classroom discipline from the perspective of different generations. I'm Cindy Queen, and I am sitting here with Julie Beth Trenum, student at All Good Middle School, Lindsay Knoll, from all, a teacher at All Good Elementary, but I also have some extra guests, that, and I would like them to take a minute and introduce themselves. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Paisley Collier, and I go to school at All Good Middle School. Cool. Hello, my name is Lily Noel, and I also go to school at Ogden Middle School. Well, Paisley and Lily, it's very nice to meet you, and thank you for joining us, and thank you so much, Mrs. Noel, for being here, too. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. So um, I just know that our discussion, okay, first of all, this is a disclaimer. It does not endorse bringing back corporal punishment in any way. It is a lighthearted Fun discussion about how school discipline has changed, and that's all it's supposed to be. So when I was in high school, I have a feeling classroom discipline was very different from the way it is now. Teachers came up with very creative ways to get students to follow the rules, such as having them hold their ankles. Have you ever had a teacher tell you to hold your ankles when you were late for class? No. 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 <laughs> yeah, well, bending over and holding your ankles, it causes all the blood to rush to your head, right? So eventually, you're just going to faint or something. I mean, I thought I was going to pass out after two minutes, but 
it was but I was okay. Uh but anyway, I've had lots of interesting things happen as a teacher, you know, that re- required that I discipline a student, but I've not ever paddled. And supposedly it's still a thing in some schools. Is it still a thing here? I hope not. Oh, I hope not, too. I don't Is think it's a, legal in Putnam County. It's not, it's not legal in Putnam County. Well, that's good. I'm glad they've done away with it. Because, first of all, it's not good for the teacher, I don't think. I think it just instills fright. I think that, you have to get, like, written permission, right? You have to get written, written permission from parents, and that's still kind of... But still, I mean, that sketchy, could yeah. really get you in trouble, I think. I think it could cause all kinds of problems. But anyway, okay, so... What do you think of when you hear the phrase classroom discipline? Does anyone want? I think of demerits. Demerits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what are demerits, Julie Beth? If you do these certain things at our school and you get in trouble enough times, you'll have a demerit. And if you have like three demerits, then it's ISS. Okay. All right. So what are some of the things that can get you in trouble? I think it might be like talking back to your teacher multiple times or like running in the hallway and them having to tell you to stop multiple times. Okay. So you can get up to three demerits and three demerits causes you to go to ISS? I'm pretty sure. I don't get in trouble, so. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Have you ever been like, have you ever gotten, you know, not in trouble, trouble, but. Have you ever done something in class that you weren't supposed to do? Um, you don't want you don't want to share that, do you? No, I don't want to get in trouble by my mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she is standing right behind you. <laughs> okay, does anyone else want to share? Probably walking at recess, like when mm-hmm. you like if you do something, it's like not quite as bad as getting a demerit, but. It's, like, bad enough that you do need a discipline. Okay, so walking at recess, what does that mean, just walking around? Yeah, the- we, like, walk around the fence, and it's, like, pretty much you're just wasting your recess. Oh, just okay, walking just walking around, watching everybody else get to have fun and play and everything. Okay. Mm. <clears throat> All right, so have you ever had something happen, Lily, where you got in trouble for it and you don't want to talk about it? <laughs> I could <laughs> <laughs> yes, she has. <laughs> <laughs> well, your mom's sitting there, and she knows evidently. So, would you like to share? No. About the bathroom thing. What about the bathroom thing? Oh yeah. <laughs> share. We sat. So we had to. If we had to go to the bathroom, our teacher would make us walk, and. Oh. Like, mm-hmm. mom wasn't a fan. <laughs> it was like it wasn't really fair because we're like eleven and twelve years old, and we're just, we weren't like going to the bathroom to play. And I think that's why she had to make the rule because some people were. Oh, okay. But, so like, they were just messing around when they went yeah. to the bathroom. But it was also not fair to like us who actually had to use the bathroom. So like. <laughs> So you really had to go, and then you had to walk because you had to go to the bathroom. So you felt like you were being punished because you had to go potty. We rationed how much water we drank in that class. (laughs) Yeah, we would, like, not drink very much water. just didn't drink much water. Well, that's hard on your kidneys. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, we won't mention, you guys are doing great not mentioning teacher names. Thank you so much. And if you do, if you, you know, think of a teacher or whatever, just call, call them Mrs. I don't know, Brown or something generic, Mrs. Doe. Um, so have you ever had a friend? Let's do friends then. How about that? Have you ever had a friend or someone, another classmate, we'll, say another cla- we'll go further out, <laughs> another classmate get in trouble for something and what was it that they did? I once, so I finished, It was this was in social studies, I finished my test and this kid was being really disruptive and wouldn't stop talking and so my teacher made me go get the principal for fifth and sixth grade and that was, it was kind of, it was funny but also it was scary because I just didn't want to go in there. So I was, I asked the lady at the front desk, um, do you have like by, our vice president principal for mm-hmm. fifth and sixth and she came out of there and she looked mad and also my social studies teacher did and i came back in the room and i was telling everybody what happened <laughs> <laughs> we have this one kid one time it was like on the first week of school when the teacher wasn't looking he did a backflip off the desk <laughs> i'm pretty sure it was the same kid Stood up on top of his desk and did a backflip off of it. Yeah. yeah. And he didn't land it either. <laughs> he didn't make the landing. Yeah. He didn't make the landing. No sticking there. It made a really loud noise, too, when he fell. Yeah. So all three of you were in this class together? Yeah. Good grief. We have, like, every class together. Mm-hmm. So are they, so, I mean, are there, are these problems frequent? Do you see? With some it kids depends. But like some, but if like if they get in big enough trouble, they won't do it again. But like some kids, like if it's not harsh enough as a pun- like harsh enough of a punishment, they do it again just to see if they can get like a harsher punishment. Is what I feel like because they do the same thing over and over. So you think they're trying to get out of class yeah. and get ISS, maybe even eventually get sent home? Yeah. Yeah, I had some kids like that. I can I can think back to to having, but you know, it was I taught in this school where you know kids set the trash can on fire, <laughs> or a fight broke out in the middle of class, yeah. and you're like, whoa, 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 that kind of thing. Some some you know, so yeah, that was was pretty crazy, but that was high school too, yeah. and uh, sometimes you know students they wouldn't just. It wouldn't just be to go to the bathroom to play around. Sometimes they would be sending texts to one another from another room, and they were setting up a meeting to go fight in the bathroom. Okay, yeah, yeah. Miss Trenum over there is shaking her head yes. I bet she knows something about that. That sounds stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well. It's definitely not thinking clearly, but they would, you know, they had all kinds of ways, reasons that they would meet. you know the outside of class or whatever so if you could make the rules what would they be um probably like for bathroom rules if it's the kid that keeps like going in the bathroom and playing he can like go during class but like if the kids that aren't like have never done it they could okay so the kids who aren't taking like maybe give them like three chances yeah Three strikes out or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just don't drink any more water, kid. 
<laughs> okay. So what about you, Julie Beth? Um, I would the bathroom thing I would change, but everything else I would leave the same because like you need rules to learn and if we didn't have rules at our school, we it would probably get burned down within 5 minutes. So <laughs> I I would just change the bathroom thing. Like it would be built on trust like if the teacher knew this kid wasn't bad and they just really needed to go to the bathroom, they they should let them just go. let them go. Yeah. Okay. I would probably change it to where like if you caught them in the bathroom like doing something or if you knew that they were just wanting to get out of their work like they would have to do a punishment, but if you like knew that they were a good kid, I'd just say like they could go to the bathroom. Okay. All right. Well, are there any other rules that you would change? No. Not really? Not really. Okay. So you feel like the rest of them are pretty fair. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, this is to to the parents. Um, have kids changed over time? Are they different because there are fewer consequences for their actions? And I'm asking this question because I feel like it is kind of controversial. I think people think, well, kids are worse. And that we always we always get that idea in our head. People thought that. I think Grandma thought that about people who were doing the Charleston in the 1920s. Mm-hmm. You know, so what do you think? I wouldn't say kids are worse. I would say the world has changed, so the expectations of kids are lower. So kids arise to whatever you expect of them, and nobody is expecting certain things at home anymore. So to them, it's just they're appalled why you don't want them to do backflips off desk. Why? I mean, they do that at home, off the kitchen table. They do whatever they want. So it's just like... I think that's what's changed. The way kids are being raised is changed. So the way they behave literally anywhere they are at has changed. So they're, they feel entitled more because they've been entitled more. Mm-hmm. Or they've not been closely watched. I mean, devices parent these days or parents are busy or some, you know, single families, you know, maybe they're at work more or whatever it may be. And so kids have changed but due to the worldly factors around them i think and they're they have all this at the palm of their hand you know within seconds these girls know that somebody has done anything because it just <laughs> things just spread like wildfire it's on you know instagram or it's on yes yeah and our girls Snapchat. don't even have social media but their friends that do have told them the next day they know everything that's happened you know mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so some of them, I feel like, want to write a passage. Ooh, I want to be the kid they're talking about tomorrow, you know, for attention, more of an attention thing. Some kids just, it's just them. But I think it's the, a lot of it's the world. It's the world. Mm-hmm. Mm. And just, you think, I, and I don't feel like all parents are like that. No, and I Not don't feel really. like it's all kids. I mean, I have yeah. great kids, and I have had very, very hard kids. Um, and elementary is a little different. They still want to have a relationship with their teacher. So if you can ever, like, become their, like, buddy, they want to please you, too. So they, you know, even if maybe they don't behave for somebody at home, you can figure out what works for them at school. But as they get older, middle school, high school, it's totally different. They've lost that I want to be pleasing aspect, not everybody, but some of their personality, Um, unless they just find those, like, 
ones that they really can connect to, you know, and they want to do the right thing. Um, yeah. Because some of it has to be intrinsic. You can't always just sometimes they have to want to do right. Well, it sounds to me like you know how to you've modeled that and modeling is a part of yes, really good parenting. I mean, it is. Yeah. Because yeah. they have or a lot of kids, I guess, that I've had in the past. If they act a fool wherever they're at. You meet the parents and you're like, <laughs> you're like oh, oh, yeah, <laughs> because parents talk nasty language. You know, that's a big thing in elementary school. They say all these nasty words and you say, OK, why do you say that? Well, they don't have a clue what it means, but they've repeated it because it's, that's what they heard. Their parents listen to that kind of music, you know, and don't explain. We all say things we shouldn't. But you gotta explain, wow, this in this context, I should this was not appropriate or, you know. Mm-hmm. And nobody's explaining those kind of things anymore. Right. Not only it feels like the only uh, the only modeling they're getting is from us, mm-hmm. which may be one of the reasons why paddling is even mm-hmm. less, you know, because we're modeling that it's okay to, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. smack on somebody or something just because, I mean, you're, yes. you know, yeah. So we're modeling what they what they should not do. But also, what's good behavior? Yes. And so, do you guys get rewarded for good behavior at your school? Yes. yes. We just went on this field trip at school, like an overnight, well, two night field trip to Fall Creek Falls for like the people that have like good grades and have been good and don't have any demerits. So we got to go like on this cool trip. Oh, nice! Yeah, mm-hmm. and we're going on another one to the aquarium in the spring. But you have to keep your grades up, and, like, I feel like it makes us work harder to keep our grades up and everything because we really want to go. That's awesome. I want to sleep at the aquarium, so I want to go. Oh, oh, wait, you're sleeping in the aquarium? Yeah, Yeah, we get to sleep, like, like, under the sharks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No way. Really? Like, under where the sharks swim? And we get to go, like, in the back and see how they feed them and stuff. Oh, that is so cool. And we get to see, like, behind the scenes and everything. <laughs> oh, goodness. So do you guys think that paddling would have helped that kid that did the backflip? No. No. What? What? Why? Because that these kids at our school, they just they don't care anymore, so they'll just do whatever they want whenever they want. Sometimes they just, like, want attention, though. Just, yeah. They mm-hmm. want yeah. the the kid who I had to go ask the vice the vice principal for he he like he just wants people to look at him he wants people to laugh at him he just wants pe- people's attention but it's the wrong kind of attention right it's negative attention exactly well do uh i used to because it was kind of a it was rough the school where i worked we used to have we had like um i came up with incentives and one of the things that we did was mystery hero <laughs> And Mystery Hero, I put, I started putting an envelope with a question mark on it, and I put it up in the middle of the board. This was one period in particular who was rough. They were rough. They were the last period of the day, and the last period of the day can be the most difficult. They're ready to go home. I'm ready to go home. We're all ready to go home. But um, I put that envelope up there and told them, I said, okay, there is a name in this envelope. I'm going to tell you who it is. But this person, their behavior 
they have to they have to be attentive they have to be taking good notes they have to be listening they have to be working in groups when we're working in groups the way that they're supposed to you guys know what the rules are and how you need to follow them so as if this person is doing well then everybody's going to get a reward at the end of the it's kind of I guess it sounds a little manipulative. No. 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 I agree. You have to like they have to to have something to work for and kids like that kind of stuff. They do and they were going, "Who is it? Who is it? I bet it's you. You better calm down." You know, mm-hmm. I mean, they were just like you, you you know, like the sucking their teeth at each other and blah 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 because they didn't know what that big reward that or that little reward was going to be and it was like these silly bands, these fun bands that were shaped like dinosaurs that kids loved that at the time. They were the big thing then. Like the fidget yes. things, mm-hmm. you know, everything kind of goes or comes around, but um they got that and they loved it. So, I mean, I I just it it just seems like that works a little bit better than spanking someone's butt. Okay, um, so I'll I'll admit we had paddling at one school the first year that I taught, and I remember this one kid who was in my class, and he um, he just he he would not he he just I couldn't get him to behave, and one day the principal came in and paddled him. That didn't help at all. I mean, he just didn't he didn't respond to it. And so what I what I decided that I would do with him is I would walk him to lunch every day and and make him sit and eat his lunch with me. I mean, it felt kind of like punishment for me, too. But I'm sitting there. with, <laughs> Yeah. And I sat and I did that. And I told him, I said, I'm not going to tell you when I'm going to stop. And finally, one day he goes, are we done here? All right, can I can I go be with my friends? And I said, yes. I said, it's fine. You go be with your friends. For some reason, that worked with him. And I don't know. It might, might not have worked with another kid. Who knows? <laughs> oh, Every kid's different, I feel like. What you, However you incentivize them or punish them, you know, even with your personal kids at home or like a classroom full of kids, um, you got to find what works and... Some of them, you know, like just a verbal talking to, and then some of them like harsher punishments. Um, And I do feel like sometimes it's related to how her home is, and sometimes it's not. I mean, some kids are just harder to um, control, but, um, yeah, this now I feel like it's not as much. Like if you have the one that won't behave and won't behave and doing drastic big things, um, it's – you know, write-ups and documentation and that kind of yes. thing to prove that, okay, you can't handle this normalized environment. We've got to change your environment to fix your behavior. Right. Um, and the the goal is to get the behavior fixed so they can do well in school. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, you want them to do better. You want them to be better functioning members of society, too. So hopefully mm-hmm. that's, you know, and sometimes the environment, like you said, needs to, needs to change. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, we are just about out of time. Thank you so much for coming and for talking to me about classroom discipline and a few more things. So anyway, so you all are free to go. Class is dismissed.